0: Welcome to the Smart Business Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Amoff-Flores, and the Smart Business Podcast is the place for entrepreneurs to get an advanced mindset and skill set to build and grow a business that can scale in a big way. SMART is an acronym that stands for a scalable, mission-driven business that's automated with revenue streams all run by a team. And so, if you would like to learn more about how to build a smart business or get coaching, consulting in this area, or done for you services, go ahead and start by getting our free smart business formula guide at smartbusinessformula.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Smart Business Show. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Melissa Fino. She's the best selling author of Little Miss Perfect. She's the creator and founder of Momentum Coaching. And has an incredible story. She actually was a high school dropout, became a USC graduate, and along her professional path, stumbled upon coaching. And now she's really become an incredible coach, so much so, she's helping people on their high ticket offers. And so if you are a coach, course creator, or an influencer, you're absolutely going to love this episode. Melissa, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me on, Adam. Super excited to be here. I also just want to say that in between the high school dropout and going to USC, there was 20 years of stagnant living. So for anybody who's listening to this, you can start anytime. There is no definition of when you can start.
0: Yes, so good. I love that because that is a big transition going from high school dropout to USC graduate. Can you talk about some of those Like key points in your story that people need to know about that made you who you are?
1: Yeah. So I share all of this in my book because it's kind of the lowest and then all the way to the high. But some of the biggest things that came out for me is I ended up dropping out of high school when I was a junior, when I was 16 years old. And I went to the community college when I was supposed to be a senior in high school. I wasn't ready to fully commit then. So I dropped out again. I was a two time dropout (laughs) and I ended up getting a, um, 10, 12 jobs, ended up finding one that I liked, kept it for a really, really long time. And I got stagnant. I got comfortable. And it took me a real long time to realize that I was comfortable and that there could possibly be more. And I wasn't hit without awareness until I lost my father.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And then um, I always say his last breath was my first breath in life. It truly connected me with where I wanted to be. And I just realized that I wanted to be the daughter that he saw me as. So I went back to college and then got graduated with honors and got my um, undergraduate degree. And then I was living in Connecticut at the time. And I had this dream like, Yukon basketball. I really wanted to go to Yukon for, <laughs> for my master's. Yukon basketball is like the thing in the state of Connecticut. And um, they didn't accept me. And I was like my professors had told me I was a shoe-in for this one-year program and it was just one of those things where they didn't accept me because there was something greater coming for me that I could not have even ever imagined. And they didn't accept me but the University of Southern California did and wow I packed up my bags, drove across country it was like, that's it.
0: <laughs> wow, oh my gosh, that's crazy. my goodness. So, so then, you know, you, you, you go to USC, you graduate, and how did graduating lead into the world of coaching?
1: Yeah, so I was on, I was on, tra- I got my master's in social work, and I was on track to become a therapist. And then during my last semester of graduate school, I took a coaching and consultation course. And I was like, you can't see me now, but it's like toothpicks holding my eyes. I was so excited when I was introduced into coaching. I'm so freaking glorious. And um, so I immediately stepped into coaching right at that position before I had even graduated. I built my first business then, um, but it wasn't successful. And now I realize that it was successful. It was the lessons that I needed to learn at that point in time to get me to where I am today it took a long time to get my coaching business off the ground. And that's where, um, that's where a lot of my passion and fire and and purpose is right now is because I know how difficult it can be. And I really want to support other women in owning their value.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and that's what you really become an expert in now is kind of helping people. Um, you know, you you work with a lot of women, but helping them own their value, get their message out, sell their stuff really well so they could become successful because it's almost like you reach a part in your life where, you know, you you discover who you are, you you know, you do the work, you you get the confidence, and then you're like, okay, now what? I need to get into business. But then you don't want to just do any business, you want to do a business that is gonna give you leverage, it's gonna give you freedom, that's gonna give you the ability to make as much as you want without a ceiling. And what better business than high-ticket coaching? <laughs> right.
1: Exactly. And you know, a lot in the beginning is I, I tend to attract a lot of women who have been in the same position as me, who were in like a social work industry and and really want to have that impact and really want to create a movement within this world. But they also have a little bit of a Mother Teresa complex. And, and it, it, there's nothing wrong with that, right? But they, they want to give and give and give and give so much. And, and there comes a point in time when you realize that you can't really, that the income helps you create the impact that the more money you make, the bigger of an impact that you can actually have in this world.
0: Yes. So good. And so with that, you know, part of that, that journey, right. Of being able to convert more clients is we got to be able to connect to our clients, right. Meet them where they're at. And, you know, a lot of times when people are dealing with their messaging, they're always talking about problems on where they are now Mm -hmm. and how to overcome it. But You have a different philosophy on really how to connect. What are, what are, you know, how do you take people back to really connect to their audience's struggles and lead them into where they want to be?
1: Yes. When I talk with my clients, I say, look, I got to be completely honest with you. If I was looking at your content right now and it was me 10 years ago, I wouldn't understand one damn thing that you're saying. It's impossible to connect with someone when you're only saying you might want this or you want to feel these feelings. When somebody is stuck in a situation and they really need to have the transformation, they can't see beyond the situation where they're stuck in. They can't see beyond those four walls. So in order to truly connect with them, you can't speak to them from where you're at and, oh, this might be really beautiful. You have to understand where they are first before you can get them to go and see how beautiful the transformation can be. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's so true because I feel like so many people just they forget how how much they've evolved. They forget the struggles they used to have. They forget the problems they used to have and they get to a point where they can speak above their audience, almost to where their audience feels like they're untouchable or they're too successful to be approached. And um, and it's it's about really connecting to those struggles. So, I love that. Now, you know, one of the things that you're really big in your messaging is contrast. Right, It's the contrast between where you were and where you're at. Can you talk about how you integrate the con- the power of the contrast in your messaging um, as well?
1: Yeah, it's all been a process. So when you're speaking specifically to someone in your copy and in your content, it's really connecting with where they are right now and the, um, the limitations that they might be having that are currently holding them back and then sprinkling in a little bit of where you are right now so it's where the where your avatar where your ideal client or potential client is right now in their own bubble talking to them there but then also introducing the possibilities of what can happen from where they are
0: mm, that's in so good piece, Yes. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And and that, that contrast really is inspiring, right? It lets them know that they can go from where they are to where they need to be. It allows them to go, Oh my goodness. You know, uh, Melissa knows where I've been. She's got to the other side and she knows the way, right. It's the
1: truest form of connection.
0: Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. And that's probably what happened when you learn in therapy as well. (laughs) You're like, I know how you feel. I've been through that. I know that.
1: (laughs) I I used to say that my master's in social work was my most expensive form of therapy that I could ever have. But then I'm almost like maybe building my first business was my most expensive form of therapy that I could have.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's quite the investment. And that's the funny thing about business, right? Is like, it's so much more investing than the actual education system at the end of the day. Right. It's like, you know, but you're getting specific knowledge. You're getting, you know, you're getting knowledge that's relevant to now because the education system doesn't bring that to us that now that now knowledge. Right. But I'm not against the education system. If you need to become a doctor or electrician or engineer or something like that, you need to go into those certified school, you know, schooling process, but to 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 be successful as a high ticket coach, you better be in some type of mastermind, some type of course to be some you know know what you're talking about and how to structure things, you know.
1: There are so many different aspects of building out your own coaching business that you don't think about when you first come online and and want to start coaching, especially when it comes to sales for so many women, right? They connect who they are to actually selling the product and they don't realize how difficult it's going to be. For me, I was always like, oh, I could sell a big old water bottle or a bottle of vodka or expensive bottle of wine to anybody selling my programs when I first started out. You want this for a hundred dollars? Okay. I'll throw in
0: the kitchen sink to go with it. Sure. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Why do you think people undercharge?
1: The biggest thing is because they associate that with their own value. They haven't come to see that it's not only about what you're charging, you're charging for the transformation that you're providing for your client or for your potential client. Right. Mm. And oftentimes when you're stuck in your head, you can't get out of the way to see how much you are actually gifting someone else because it's only about you.
0: Right. That's so true. That's so true. You know, it, it's crazy because like I went through that phase where I did pricing based off of comparison. Well, so-and-so has been doing this for X amount of years. They're charging this or so-and-so has a similar program to mine. They're charging this. And I realized you can't, you, you never want to price your program just based off what someone else is charging. You know, we went, we moved to an impact-based pricing model where we charge based off of the impact we're bringing somebody one, two, three years. And really all charging more is, is like, you're finding a problem to solve and your price costs less than the solution you're bringing to the problem. And if you can see the big picture of the impact, then it becomes easier to price.
1: Break it down. It really is that simple, right? But when we go into our head, we make it into this freaking huge mountain of something that it really isn't, but it really is that simple.
0: Yes. And that is, um, you know, where the head gets in the way. How do you get past that head talk or that voice? Because you had to do that. You went from a high school dropout to USC graduate. That's a lot of head trash, probably like, what am I doing here? And then you went from therapy to charging, you know, high ticket. That's another space for head trash to get in there.
1: I've never had head trash. (laughs) 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 i'm just kidding with a I, i have a book called little miss perfect i struggled with being like perfect and putting everyone else in front of myself for decades um and to me it's all about you and your business and everything about life is a continuous evolution so if you're standing strong and who you are, and you're really owning your own authenticity, and you're not trying to be something that you're not, you're going to rise, you're going to shine, and the right people are going to come with to you. And it's all about owning who you are because you are your own solution when it comes to all of this. If you can't see your value, you're not going to be able to charge high ticket prices, right? Because you're going to get on a call, you're going to say, "My, my." my program is $10,000. And then by the end of the call, you're going to say, no, it's $4,000 with three free courses and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) It just doesn't happen that way. Like you really, we can get, I can give you all of the strategies and help you with creating your content and your copy and positioning. But if you're not owning your value, going to that higher level is almost
0: And, and how how do you hold your value when a client wants to say, "Hey, can you give it? You know, I can't afford it. Can you give it to me for this?" Do you do you price drop or do you do you hold firm? How do you say? How do you no. handle the situation? Yeah, there
1: was a younger version of me that would price drop, and then I would. I'm always going to get on a call with someone who's already been pre-qualified. So if they're going to say that they can't afford me, I understand that, and we can work through it. And there's payment plans and that kind of thing. But I'm not going to lower my service because I am offering value to you. I'm always going to refer you to someone else who might possibly be able to help you or a course or something else and leave you with a couple of tips that will empower you to get to a place where you can invest in a program of that sort.
0: Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. makes perfect sense. I love that. I love that. Now, uh, there's another thing too that um, a lot of people are caught up in doing is they're creating a ton of how-to concepts in their content. How to this, how to that, how to that. You know, talk about that a little bit, because it's a little bit like how to everything is how to now.
1: I'm so sassy about this. I call it <laughs> plain Jane vanilla content. It's all like the same. It's like this big like. <laughs> um, and the biggest reason why that happens is you need to have how to content because we all have our own voice. We all have our own authentic way of showing up and sharing how to do that. But it's overplayed and it's overdone where people don't see it. Because what ends up happening is if you or I were scrolling Instagram as a consumer and we see something that says, um, let's just take reels as an example, how to have the best reel or how to do a transition in your reel, you're most likely going to see that come up about five or 10 times within your Instagram scroll in a day, week, whatever, And at that point in time, once you pass the second one, your subconscious sees that half of that title and then just scrolls right past it because it goes, I already know how to create a transition in an Instagram reel. So what ends up happening is you've spent however long time creating this content and your audience never truly reads it because their subconscious just glances right by it. So it's not just about the how to vanilla Jane content and being um, almost kind of looking like every single other coach. It's about the deeper level of what happens when you're posting the same thing as everyone else.
0: Mm, That's so good. Yes. Yes. Because you don't want to be the person that is just doing the same vanilla, plain vanilla content (laughs) as everybody else. Listen to Melissa have your own unique way of sharing your content. I love that. All right. Well, Melissa, do you have any final words for the audience today?
1: I have just, um, you know, we're coming around the holiday season and the end of the year, and I'm just filled with this immense sense of gratitude for the work that we get to do. And I just want to say to everyone who's out there, like shine your light brilliantly because you have your own unique way. And there are people out there who need to listen to you and hear from you and Yeah, I'm grateful that you've invited me on.
0: Awesome. Yes, Melissa, thank you so much for being with us. And for those of you who are listening, who want to learn more about how to enroll more higher level clients, being able to charge your value, being able to put your shoulders back and confidently enroll people, uh, that's going to help you reach your financial goals. You got to reach out to Melissa. We're going to put her Instagram handle in the description of this uh, this episode and reach out, DM or ask her questions. And if you're serious about moving forward, reach out and learn about her programs as well. And she also has her book that you can find on Amazon. And that is uh, little miss perfect. Okay. All right. Well, uh, thank you. Every, thank you, uh, Melissa, for being on such a pleasure and a joy. And to everyone listening, make sure you share this episode, subscribe. If you haven't already, leave a six star review. I think there's only room for five stars, but leave a six star. And until the next episode, see you later.
1: Thank you.